Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. You've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Good morning and a happy Wednesday to you as we settle into another day here in this incredible place that we get to call home here in Northwest Arkansas. My goodness, I'm glad to be with you all today as we get after it. Just a few minutes past seven o'clock, hanging out for the better part of 90 minutes, give or take. You know how we roll, making this thing happen for you here on Team B Media. And I'll tell you what, we've got some beautiful weather coming up here today. I was playing around with a forecast before the show. Mm, yes, please. More of that in my life. 65 degrees today. Is this right? I mean, I think it might be somewhere in the 60s. Yesterday was low 60s. I may have been 60s all week. Who the heck are we kidding? Enjoy the weather if you can. Get out for a little bit. Today's going to be a gem. Tomorrow, Friday, 60s as well. Some rain coming through on the weekend. We got a big spot on Friday for Punxsutawney Phil, the little mammal. I don't think it's a marsupial. I think it's just a straight-up mammal. Uh, The groundhog there in western Pennsylvania is going to let us know what science doesn't know. When is spring coming? And, And I've said it for a couple of weeks. My groundhog instincts, my Bill Murray instincts are running strong. I think spring is coming on fast. It's coming fast. It's around the corner. It's basically here. Um, And I'm ready for it. Certainly with baseball season coming up in just 16 days. Yeah, I'm ready to flip the page. And I'm supposed to be the basketball guy. Well, I guess the all-around sports guy. But, you know, if we're going to get into JB's sports game and and look at his, you know, picking apart favorite sports, I think he got hoops right up there at number one. I'm ready to turn the page. Let's move it along. How about some baseball at Bomb Walker? That sounds beautiful right now. Because I'll tell you what, everything else does not sound so good right now when it comes to basketball and the sport of winter, the sport of cold times, the indoors game. You you need a roof. You can't play. Well, you can try to play out on the hard courts, play some street ball, but This thing is about getting in between and making it connect, right? From football to baseball. That's what basketball is. It's a glue sport. And when Arkansas has been good at basketball throughout the years, it's because the team has been able to elevate its status, become more than a glue sport. In fact, at times when the Hogs are playing really well at basketball, they haven't been that good in football. This is one of those times when you feel like you're just down in both. I mean, visions of 10, 20 years ago. Not that you haven't had some brief windows, some respites from the the losing and the tough times. So basketball's been down for a really long time. We're talking about better part of 25 years till Musk came back, got the oil changed on the bus, gotcha an injection of enthusiasm and energy. It's been remarkable the way the guys lifted this thing back up. How quickly we forget and lose appreciation for the things that we are fortunate to have in our lives. We got a basketball coach who is one of the better X's and O's guys in the game. One of the better motivators. If you've got one game to win, I mean, look at what he did against Kentucky last week. Kentucky is the number one offensive team in America. They light teams up for 80 plus points a game. Arkansas held them 20 points below their average. And the Hawks had chances to win the game. I mean, Kentucky never ran away from them. You can't throw in the ocean now. That's part of your problem. This team is just 
not making shots and when your shooters, i.e. Jeremiah Davenport, Caliph Battle, Devo Davis, who's no longer with the team, are not making threes, you know, what are you going to do? Those guys are here to make shots. Maybe not Tebow as much, but the other guys to make shots. So this team is just bad offensively. It's, it's, it's bad. And it doesn't mean you can't bat down the hatches and win games. Heck, the last couple of years off on, Arkansas has not been a great offensive team, despite some individual pieces, but they all bought in. They played defense at a very high level. This year's Razorback basketball team is not bought in. It's been one of those groups that has splintered, rendered dysfunctional. And it's a shame, but it's also the reality when the chemistry and the formula that you're mixing, that you're brewing, doesn't work out right. And I'm not going to blame really anybody right now. I think it's just the situation that we're in. I think Devo Davis's career has been under a lot of pressure even before whatever's happened here recently. Brazil coming off the ACL. Things got wonky there. You've lost two big pieces from your team. And now you got the speculation running rampant, and I don't like seeing this. You know, we talked yesterday about Muss's future at Arkansas. I didn't play the rumor game with you. And I'm not going to play the rumor game either this morning because I'm not into besmirching people and treating them like garbage. Truthfully, I'm not. Whatever's gone on behind the scenes is this team's business. The bottom line is the results, the wins, and the losses. And they lose a lot. So they deserve to be criticized for that, not for potentially you know, what's going on off the court, who they choose to hang out with, their lifestyles, their relationships. Let's just get a hold of ourselves here. This is not, you know, the 1500s, and even then it wasn't right. But let's not run around and and try to puritanically, you know, morality-wise, judge everybody for what they're doing in their lives. One of my favorite things about being American is that we don't do that most of the time. We certainly don't feel obligated to do that. It's okay to be out there, to be a person in society, and then you're encouraged to go home and live your life the way you need to, behind closed doors. Not really anybody's business. Now, when you become a public figure, I recognize, as Phil pointed out on the Facebook yesterday, you sacrifice some of that. Like Eric, we're talking about Eric Musselman and his wife, Danielle, when Phil made that point, that they have to embrace more of the criticism, certainly, you know, than they have in the past when they're struggling, because that's part of the job, too. And I think that's a good point. I think some of what we're seeing right now with this basketball team, I was talking about this with my good friend Brian yesterday, Big Papa, as we uh, knocked down another tasty lunch. We're only a couple away from having to put together some rankings, Big Papa, at least a top five or ten or something. But we'll get back to that soon enough. Um, I think really what you have right now is a coach in Eric Musselman who's not able to take L's well. You're like, what? Nobody takes L's. It's America. All we do is win. Yeah, not really. In fact, we lose a lot. Did you see what happened over the weekend with some of our troops at a base in the Middle East? We are vulnerable. I mean, we're a, a huge country with a, the most powerful military on the planet. We are overextended. We take L's in a lot of places all the time. Has anybody heard about the Vietnam War? Which I had multiple fam- family members go to my father-in-law fight in. Does anybody think we, we didn't take an L in that one? Like part of being a real person, an adult, a teacher, a coach, a lawyer, anything, is being able to pick your spots and knowing sometimes it's just not your, your night. Hey, kid, it's not your night. We're going for the money on Wilson. Like, what? Not my night. I could tear him apart. Of course you could. Of course you could, Terry Malloy. But the bottom line is, Marlon Brando or no Marlon Brando playing you, your character is going to take some more L's before this is over. And I think this Razorback basketball team has got more L's coming its way. Now, tonight at Missouri, you cannot afford to lose this basketball game. Let's cut to that chase here. A few minutes in this conversation. Josh Bertuccini with you, Bunko Studio, Team B Media. If you're finding us in the digital broadcasting space, you're smart, you're sharp, you're obviously well-liked and good-looking, and you're doing a lot of things in this life for yourself that are helping you out. You're obviously one of those people who just gets it. And in all seriousness, I do appreciate you listening as we work our way through. 
lot of options out, out there for you. I'd like to think this is, uh, this is one of the better ones. Certainly for local sports talk conversation. Back to the conversation we're having. Question of the day. Tonight, what do you think? What happens as Arkansas heads to Columbia, Missouri? Just about, what, four or five hours tucked up there in the middle of nowhere? Man, um, Hogs and Missouri tonight, 7.30 as we get this one going. And Missouri has not won a conference game yet this year. Arkansas has won just the one. And to finish that thought I was just making a second ago, you've got a situation where, I mean, I think your head coach, who's not used to losing here or at Nevada, his family's been getting the, you know, the fluffy dog treatment, right? That's what you get. Oh, you're so great. You're so, come over here. Let me give you a big hug. That's what it's like when you, uh, when you're winning, everybody wants to hug you and shake your hand and pat you on the head. Okay. But what happens when you take some else and things get weird? Well, other forces get unleashed. Rumor mills, social media nonsense, people hiding behind accounts, which you know bothers me. Because I've been dealing with that nonsense for years myself, even on a smaller scale. My goodness. People are batty. And the internet has allowed them to be as batty as they want at times. There are consequences for that, folks. There are consequences. Whether you see them or not. But tonight, Arkansas will try to overcome a lot of this rumor mill nonsense. And look, I don't think it's all rumor mill, what we're hearing. Certainly stuff about players and personal relationships, and that's garbage. Nobody has any right to talk about that, let alone do they know about that. That's just absolute garbage. And you're talking about human beings and you're treating them like trash. So, I mean, I can't get behind any of that. But I will say this. I think Eric Musselman and his camp have put out some feelers. I think they have. And I don't think that's in violation, right, of the relationship that he has with the University of Arkansas, for lack of a better way to put it. I think it's appropriate behavior. He has a right to express that he wants a new contract, that he feels underpaid. I mean, y'all, he's making less money than a lot of coaches are in this league. Eric Musselman should be one of the top three or four highest paid coaches in the league. And to get him there, you're going to have to give him a two or three million dollar a year raise. And now you're putting the pressure on Hunter Juracek, the athletic director, to step in there and be a little more proactive himself. I thought Hunter, not to get too tangent off of basketball right now, but I thought he didn't even take the bat off the shoulder, really, when the football team was going through crisis mode in the fall. You know, hanging out in the Bahamas, having a good time with the basketball program, hustling back for the Florida International game, like that mattered, and uh, talking it up and bringing Sam back because he really couldn't get out of the buyout that he swore he would never give a new coach, and yet he did. And then the savior was the guy you ran off for talk about morality police and what you do in your personal life. I mean, Arkansas couldn't tolerate that, and rightfully not. Not so much the relationship. The old guy and the younger girl, I mean, she's of age. It wasn't in that situation. But he was violating the sanctity of the institution at the University of Arkansas. He was practicing illegal hiring uh, tactics and paying employees and using money for this. And that was a hot mess. That was. So we already know that we're not okay with people going too far into that space. It's 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 not really worth our time, and I'm not going to do it either. I do think Eric Musselman and his camp and his agent and his family are trying to use a little leverage right now. They're having a bad year. Um, they haven't taken that much heat. I know his fan probably feels like they're taking a lot of heat, but realistically, compared to some of the stuff we've seen in the past, this is this is just internet nonsense. I mean, turn your phone off. Who cares? It's not real life. I tell folks that all the time. I mean, just seriously, if somebody's bothering you, block them, mute them, block them, turn your phone off. It's going to be 66 degrees today. Take a walk, breathe the air. We're not alive for very long. We get way too caught up in what, you know, Razorback Hater 75,000 wants to tell you on the Twitter. It's just, uh, it's too much. So... I think they'll be okay. I think the feelers, the types of programs that the feelers are going out for make sense. 
I mean, you run through, we can make a list. I'm not going to do it because then I'm going to get called a rumor monger, even though it's not what I'm doing. And if you're listening, you know that. But I think there's an element of reality to Musselman and maybe at some point going back to the West Coast to San Diego State or UCLA in the right situation if it's a big money raise and they've promised some new facilities and his daughter's maybe a little more grown up. What's what's his daughter now? 12? I don't think she's much older than 12 or 13. So when we asked you yesterday, how long do you think Eric Musselman will be here? I think that's why that two to five range makes more sense. Get her on the higher end of it. Get her through high school. And, and then once she's through high school, you're kind of your own free agent to do whatever you want again. I mean, and then again, it's a coach's family. He could bounce earlier. I'm not saying he wouldn't, but he's talked a lot. And with us on, on our shows in the past as well about how much he loves the quality of life here, how it's a great place to raise a family. So if that's the case, why are you trying to, to move around while she's in her, you know, her, her middle school and high school years. I don't think you want to do that. If you can avoid it, um, UCLA, San Diego State, who, who else did we throw out there yesterday? Arizona, um, Minnesota, which still doesn't make sense to me. Louisville. Look, these are decent name jobs. Not really Minnesota so much, but these are, de- or San Diego State. It's becoming a much more quality college basketball program, but historically not. I'd put them ahead of Minnesota right now on that list. And maybe Arizona, Louisville, and, you know, I, I guess uh, I, I guess those couple mixed in with UCLA, those are probably interchangeable. Those are dream-type scenarios from us and his family for down the road. It's not going to happen soon, but you put out the feelers. Those are all programs that are potentially looking for coaches. And if Hunter Juracek fumbles the pass here, fumbles the opportunity to reinvest in his basketball program and lock Muss and his crew down for another three, four, five, six years, I could see him leaving. I could see him leaving. I don't think that would be the craziest thing by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't expect it to happen. Nor do I think Eric Musselman and his family want it to happen. I think you're seeing a negotiation it's around that time in his contract. He's due for a raise big time. And look, it's one of those economies when employers get to play the hardship card all they want. That's nonsense. When people are worth it, they're worth it. And the money that they bring in speaks for itself. And Eric Musselman certainly, and this team is one win so far this year, folks. One and six in the SEC. You had a packed house for the Arkansas-Kentucky game. Over the weekend. I mean, I was there. I go to all these games. It was packed out. Okay. And you certainly didn't hear a lot of boo birds. So it's not like Muss is really taking it too hard from the fans this year. Now you go out and you stink up the joint again for another year or two. Eh, people are going to turn on you. But that's just the fickle nature of the business that you're in. And we've talked with Muss, like I said, on the show about that before, too. People love you when you're winning, but you start losing and all of a sudden they want to nitpick every last little thing. Welcome to being a human being, right? Welcome to being a person. Arkansas at Missouri tonight. Our question of the day for you. What's going to happen tonight? Not too sophisticated, but relevant. What kind of a game's going down? Hogs big? Tigers big? Or do we think it's a nail biter? What happens in Como tonight in Columbia, Missouri, a few hours up the highway and tucked into the middle of Missouri? It's SEC country now too, I guess. How about South Carolina 6-2 and two after a win at Tennessee last night? You got to believe, baby. You got to believe. Uh, maybe something to be taken out of that for this Arkansas team right now. Hogs looked a little better. Addition by subtraction. Unfortunately, it's the truth. Cliche, but true in this case. In their game against Kentucky. Now can you do it twice in a row? Can you bring it twice in a row with this new group? And um, man, this is a tough spot. This team under a lot of pressure. A lot of scrutiny, and I feel for him. I really do. But this is where you are, and the only way to kind of well hush the masses right now, certainly in the SEC, is to win some games. Just make it about winning games. All right, a um, little long out the gates, but that's cool. We got a lot to discuss today. Eric Hill, some kind of Chief Super fan, going to join us coming up here in 15 minutes. That'll be fun. Jackson Collier, in depth on this basketball team in half an hour and of course you can listen live or throw it on in the post show podcast playback 
It's for you to do with what you want to do with. You're in control, my friends. You are in control of you. The Real NWAJB. We're coming right back. Hang tight. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. JB, you've got options. A lot of them. My goodness. So many options when it comes to the sports talk consumption. A lot of people claiming to bring you the good stuff. It it really does get back to what you're into. I mean, what do you want? Do you want some good sports talk radio in your life or no? Are you more into the the substance or are you more into the the flash? Do you want it to be Goofy, or do you want it to be in-depth? We're trying to give you a little bit of the X's and O's while giving you some of that big-picture perspective as well. And it uh, it is not easy at times. There's no question about it. Not easy, but you do the best you can. You hang in there, and you try to fight the good fight. That's what you're doing. Arkansas Razorback basketball tonight in Columbia, Missouri against a Missouri team that is not very good. Can Arkansas summon the better side of itself? Can the Hogs get out there and play a good basketball game with the season more or less on the line? Very little margin for error. We're about to find out. How much does this team still care? Now, you want to get caught up in the rumor mill nonsense? Sure. Lots of talk about the player personnel and stuff that's going on in the team and leading to some of the dysfunction. I don't think anybody knows anything about that. That's trash reporting. That's inappropriate stuff anyway. I don't get caught up in that. Got people sending me texts. I'm not going to name names. They're like, is this real? No, it's not real. 
nor would anybody care. I get to talk about player suspensions over personal feelings and relationships. That's crazy. You're gonna lit. You're gonna try to litigate that stuff. That doesn't even make sense. Some of the stuff I'm seeing on social media, it's offensive. What I what I'm seeing, but nonetheless, it's fine. People are nuts. You gotta you gotta manage them down. You gotta compartmentalize. Tonight, can you do it? Can you take another step forward? We know Debo won't be there, barring a last-second change. Wouldn't that be something if he was out there? Trev Brazil, by all accounts, he's not going to play again anytime soon. I'd almost be surprised with his knee if he plays again this year. So I think we have now gotten to a point where it is uh it's beyond dire straits for this basketball team. It's almost mission impossible. We'll take it from the music and cross-reference it to the football and to the uh to the situation with the movies. The situation you're in feels like mission impossible. Feels like you're toast. 7:30 tonight, SEC network for the television broadcast. Missouri 8 and 12 overall, 0 and 7 in the SEC. Arkansas 10 and 10, right at 501 and 6 in the SEC. There was no media opportunity here yesterday or the day before, and smartly not. I think that's that's good self-management there by the University of Arkansas. And obviously, one of my things is to hold them accountable and take them to task when they get things wrong or they get Kremlin-esque and they start trying to play favorites in the media. And there's things that Happen time to time. It's not just here at Arkansas either. It's just this is my world that I don't like, that I call out because that's what I have to do. That said, a lot of the times they get stuff right. This is one they got right the last couple of days. During football season there, we needed to hear from Hunter Juracek at the end of the year. We needed a press conference where he explained a vision for the future, and we didn't get it. We just didn't get it. And now... That's exactly what we what we want again from uh, from basketball is some kind of transparency. I don't know if it's coming anytime soon. Uh, must not talk in the media. Smart move. You got mysterious stuff going on behind the scenes involving Mus and his people trying to get a raise, which obviously he deserves. Then you have the uh, the knuckleheads out there trying to allege all kinds of things. And um, we just have gotten no clarity on this. So what do you expect to happen? But I don't blame them for shutting it down right now. Tonight, man, wouldn't this be a turnaround? One in six. Muss has had some bad starts in the SEC. Never quite this bad. If you could find a way to... I'm looking at best case scenario here. Win seven of your last 10 games in the league. Get to eight and 10. Win seven of your last 11. Eight of your last 11 get to nine and nine, you'd probably start to get some some talk for an NCAA tournament spot. But it starts with a win here in this game tonight. So that's where we're at on that. SEC Network at 730. Last night, a big win for South Carolina as the Gamecocks continue to surge. It shows you when you believe in each other and you're bringing it and you're hustling and you're playing defense and you're buying into whatever your coach is selling. Man, Lamont Paris, he's got my vote for SEC Coach of the Year right now. Taylon Cooper, the big three with 40 seconds left. B.J. Mack is a problem because he's really big and he can shoot too. First win for South Carolina over a top five team on the road. First road win over a top five team for Carolina Hoops since 1997. 27 years since South Carolina's won a game like that. Now, is Tennessee invincible? Obviously not. But man, they're a good team. They've had some big wins. They're very physical. And Carolina went in there and answered the bell. I was very impressed with that dub last night. You have to take Carolina seriously. They play together. Something to be said for coming together and playing that hard. Meanwhile, Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl of basketball. I watched a little bit of that. Jalen Murray, 21 and 11. Ole Miss wins it 86 to 82 and improves to five and three in the SEC for Chris Beard. Mississippi State falls to three and five. I will say this in the rumor mill world, where Eric Musselman's the center of the college basketball universe and he has his choice of jobs out there. 
Um, and good for him. That's fine. There's also the rumors about, at that point, who Arkansas would turn to because your program doesn't stop if Eric Musselman leaves. Obviously, it's bigger than one guy. A lot of interesting names being thrown around. I don't think we're going to need to get there and really get into that conversation soon, but some of these names I like, some of these names I don't like. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, what else? Knicks beat the Jazz for their eighth straight victory. The Knicks are on fire, even without Julius Randle. How about 29 more for Jalen Brunson, DiVincenzo, 33. Knicks ahead of Philly now for second place in the Atlantic. They're still six back of Boston, but um, surging. Surging. Hawks over the Lakers. We knew that already. Celts over the Pacers. And yada, and yada, and yada. Very strange stuff with the Razorback basketball right now. More on that with Jackson Collier in just a little bit. Dennis Gates, the head coach at Missouri for now. I don't think he's going to be there much longer. But this is not a Missouri team that brings a ton to the table. Shawnee, 6'3", senior, probably their best player. Averages 16 points a game. They start three guards so they can shoot, which is not good for Arkansas. Uh, but it's basketball, so a lot of teams are going to be able to shoot. Not a ton of size. Jordan Butler, their seven-foot freshman, is not a great player. That's tonight. NFL, Super Bowl around the corner. We're in the lull before the storm. You got the Chiefs and the Niners running it back in Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas. We're going to talk some more about it. With our guy E-Money, Eric Hill joining us, our Kansas City Chiefs correspondent, super fan and all-around aficionado there in the barbecue capital city of the world, Kansas City. M-O! That's what we're talking about. Question of the day for you. Arkansas at Missouri tonight. What do you think happens in this basketball game? Are we talking close? Is it a, a nail-biter? Are we talking blowout city? What are we looking at here tonight? Some more conversation about that and the upcoming Super Bowl matchup. E-Money joins us right after this. It's the real NWAJB, and we are not messing around. Coming at you from the Bunker Studio, and we'll be right back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49 online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. 
Continue it. Let's get some Super Bowl. I know it's still a week and a half away, but anytime we get to welcome E Money, Eric Hilden, into the mix, longtime great friend of the show, executive producer of our previous program, Kansas City Chiefs diehard, and uh, all around good dude who uh, has a couple minutes of time for us this morning, live from KC, which is apparently the center of the NFL universe here over the last six, seven years. I just got to accept this. It's the truth. Eric, how are you, buddy? Good to talk to you. Doing well, JB. How are you doing? Man, I'm well, and and I said this to you off the air, and I'll say it on the air. You are a lucky dog. How surprised are you that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again? I'm honestly shocked. I think about a month ago, you looked at the Chiefs teams with all the issues they were having throughout the regular season with the offense, dropping the ball, turning the ball over. Uh, defense had some rough games. It was one of those where going into the playoffs, my expectation was win the game at home. Anything else past that is a cherry on top. Once they beat Buffalo, I said, you know what? The way this team's playing between the Miami game and the Buffalo game, they absolutely have a chance of going to the Super Bowl. I thought the Ravens defense was going to be too much. And I'll say this, if they played the way they did the second half, the whole game, I don't think the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, but... Mahomes and the two have turned it on and they look great. I think they've got a really good chance of winning it all again. Why did Baltimore let Travis Kelsey do whatever he wanted? Why no extra double team attention? I mean, they just let him do what he wanted. I have no idea. I mean, you've seen this guy's numbers throughout the whole playoffs. He's always going to be Mahomes' number one target. Um, it, it's baffling. I mean, a lot of the things that happened throughout the week were saying, okay, Hamilton's going to shut him down. He's the guy that you can do it. Chiefs first try, they get a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. And who's guarding him? Hamilton. I think Travis Kelsey has proven he's one of the greatest playoff football players of all time. I think he's the best tight end ever, but I think right now it's really between him and Gronk. And we'll see where that ends up at the end of his career. But I think that's something San Francisco, if they don't have a game plan to shut him down, it's going to be a long day for their defense. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, if you're Kyle Shanahan and crew, you, you better look at what happened there in that AFC Championship game and make some adjustments in how you handle Kelsey. That's big talk, but I don't think you're way too far off, really, when you say Kelsey's the greatest tight end ever. Playoff tight end, the numbers kind of speak for themselves at this point, right? More receptions than any player, including Jerry Rice and receivers in NFL playoff history. You brought up Gronk. He had a great run, didn't play for too long. Let's not forget about your boy Tony Gonzalez. He had a great career, you know. And oh, was yeah. obviously a phenomenal uh, tight end. Antonio Gates played forever. Um, Kellen Winslow back in the day. No, he's on the list, man. And and if he gets another ring or two, your your words might prove pr- prophetic. He's got a chance to go down as the greatest tight end ever. He really does. It's incredible. Taylor Swift has given him some late career uh, mojo. Absolutely. I think I've kind of come to terms with Taylor Swift's part of Chiefs Kingdom now. Uh, early on in the season, it was a bit annoying. I would say it was just a lot of coverage. And then as the year went on and they kind of dwindled it down to like, Hey, it's just, there's a celebrity in the stands. It's like every other game. I see Eminem during the lions games or right. whoever is at the games and they show them all the people that showed up to watch, uh, Deion Sanders at Colorado, stuff like that. Um, the fact that so many people hate it also, I think seems to kind of make it a little bit more fun. Yeah. But they seem genuinely happy, and I think bottom line, that's the best part about it. And yeah. as long as, to me, <laughs> the only thing that's annoying now is people with the conspiracy theories of she's the reason the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The reason the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl is that they're a really good football team and they've won the games they're supposed to. Yeah, obviously, and Mahomes one of the all-time best. There's no question about it. The guy just steps up every time he's in the postseason. Um, have you been listening to Taylor's catalog? What's your favorite album? I have not, but I will leave that to Amanda to show me the uh, cuts. 
Is she, is she a Taylor 1989, fan? I guess I have to start with because that's my birth year also. So we'll start there and see where it goes. Look at that. A 1989 reference. The fact that you got one of the albums, that that's impressive enough right there. There's one called Red, too. There's one called Red. I think that's the only other one I know off the top of my head. Yep, they both, think, they yep. both are things that you could use to describe me. So, yep. Um, Makes it easy. Billionaire, man, good for her. Absolutely. So, is she going to be at the Super Bowl? She's supposed to be in Tokyo that night. What, what's she going to do? It's a good question. I, mean, keep her, I would assume she's going to try and make it, but I mean, if you got obligations in Tokyo, how has I'm Andy, sure she'll uh, maybe she'll make it probably work. go for her fans over right. going to the Super Bowl. How has Andy Reid changed the narrative on his coaching career? He was one of the chokier playoff coaches ever his first 10, 12 years in Philly. And now in the middle of the country, in the, in the barbecue capital of the universe there in KC, he has uh, he's become like Bill Belichick part two. How has he done this? I mean, a lot of it, I think, is kind of a luck and timing. I mean, when he left Philadelphia, I uh, know he was being pursued by some other teams. Clark Hunt, at the time, the Chiefs were not good. Um, and he was just like, we got to go get a big guy, a big name guy to go ahead and bring some excitement back to Chiefs football. Andy Reid was that guy. I think we still saw some of the problems that he had in Philly early on with the Chiefs, especially clock management and timeouts late in games. Um I think he's kind of gotten rid of that, but now the problem, the thing that worries me about Andy Reid as a coach is when he has a lead, instead of going, like, still being aggressive, he kind of gets a little conservative and plays not to lose every once in a while. But the biggest the biggest thing is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you have a guy like that who's your field general, and he takes a lot of a lot of pressure off you as a head coach on the sideline. I think the trust those two have with each other Really, it's just been magical to watch and see Andy Reid just kind of say, you know what, maybe I don't have to do as much. Just let Patrick be Patrick. I think Reid's out of his league in those commercials they're in together. He just seems very stiff. Patrick's been in two, front of the camera so much. Patrick Mahomes almost seems like a natural. That guy's got a career in movies if he wants it. Andy Reid, I don't know. Now, he could use some acting lessons. Yeah. It's like I think the the one on the plane and that the one in the funny. restaurant are like the two ones. Yeah. He's got like a funny line. All the other ones, it's like okay, I'm doing this because Patrick asked me to be here. How much does losing a Menahu hurt you against San Francisco and Vegas next week? I think it's a big loss. Um, Chris Jones and George Pylostis are obviously going to be the two good guys to to run the pass rush through the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but not having that second pressure because. Chris Judge, you can move all over the place, but if you have him in the middle, Karloftis and Amenahu on the edges, that's a great pass rush right there. Without him, it's kind of move Chris Jones around situationally and hope that George Karloftis can make some impact plays. The biggest thing for me is I think the last two weeks having the Chiefs uh, play a couple running quarterbacks, Brock Purdy can scramble, but it's not really what he's known for as much. I feel like the defensive line kind of sat there and said, okay, like we're just going to keep the pocket around you. And if you escape, we're going to be ready to kind of close down that lane. I think they pin their ears back a little bit more and get after Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Uh, but losing him out here is a big loss. Who do you uh, who do you try to shut down on that San Fran offense? So we talked about the Niners trying to shut Kelsey down. If you pick one guy, McCaffrey probably, but he's been he's a little limited. He's not as explosive right now. You got Kittles can take over the game. The other tight end, probably the second best tight end in the league, really distant second to your boy, but he's up there. And then obviously Samuel and Ayuk, they got a lot of weapons. He money, you know your football. If 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 you're if you're Kansas City defensively, if you're Spagnolo right now, who are you targeting? You mentioned Purdy, trying to bottle up him a little bit. Who else do you go after? I think realistically, the Chiefs' run defense is their biggest weakness. I don't think they would be able to shut down McCaffrey. I would be the number one guy to target, but the best thing that they can do is, I think, to try and have Lejarius Sneed uh, go after Debo Samuel. That's the best way to kind of shut down the number one passing threat that the 49ers have. And if Brandon Ayuk's the guy that beats you, so be it. I like that out of you. No, I do. It's going to be it's a fascinating game. It really is a pick 'em. I'm seeing the Niners favored by two today. I guess 
to push a few dollars. But how do you bet against Mahomes in this game? I saw one of your tweets, Eric, over the weekend, something about uh, the party line is pick against the Chiefs, talk all week how they're going down, and then when they lose, just tip the cap and pretend it didn't happen and move on, rinse, repeat. <laughs> That's basically what I'm doing here. I've done it for years. It's not anything other than really the last couple of years, your roster there just seems a little down, but it hasn't mattered Mahomes is so good. How do you pick against Mahomes next week? I mean, I think the one thing that if you're going to pick against the Chiefs in this, you have to say the Chiefs are finally going to have a game where they don't play perfect. I think you look against the game against the Bills and the Ravens, the Chiefs did not do anything to shoot themselves in the foot. If they do shoot themselves in the foot, that's something that San Francisco can capitalize on very quickly. I think you saw how quickly they were able to do that against the Lions. They took care of any mistake that the Lions made in that second half, and they made them pay. Um, so I think that's where if you're going to bet against Mahomes, you have to kind of go with the caveat of, hey, something happens that goes against the Chiefs, and it's just too much for them to overcome. Mm-hmm. On paper, I think it's just Patrick Mahomes is ready to cement his legacy as one of the top three quarterbacks of all time, if he hasn't done that already. But I think this is going to be a fascinating game. I still think the Chiefs come out on top because I think Brock Purdy is just not going to have enough to go. Okay. All right. Hold on here, super fans. So we got, we got Kelsey, number one greatest tight end already ever. That's a little premature. And now you got Patty. You said with a win, Mahomes becomes top three. uh, So you're going to put him ahead of Bradshaw. You're going to put him ahead of Montana. You're going to put him ahead of Aikman. With three Super Bowl wins, yes. Maybe. So you're not putting him ahead of Brady? Not yet. No. I don't know if I put him ahead of Montana with three. You got to get a fourth to, to at least tie Joe. Not that it's all about the rings, but here's what I'll say. Your team is entering hallowed territory. This is an important Super Bowl for you all next week. You best not lose it. Agreed. Okay. This is this is to become a dynasty. If they if they lose it, then it's like, yeah, you made four Super Bowls in five years, but you lost two of them. Right. Right. But you win. Now you're on the verge of something really special, and there ain't no way Andy Reid can retire anytime soon. Enough of that talk, right? Enough of that. No. Um stick around, Andy, please. I'm gonna let you go in a second. Eric E. Money Hild, great to talk with him. Um, you produced the show. You you co-hosted with me for a long time. You know all about the the banter of Razorback Land and how essential it is to our daily conversations. What am I supposed to do with this basketball team right now, Eric? It's, it's baffling and it's hard to think of what it must be like for you every day coming on and talk about them. Um, I guess trying to figure out what's the best roster to move forward with is. All the rumors that are swirling around, that's a lot to talk about, but man. Uh, How reckless is that stuff? Who cares about that stuff? I don't think it's true, Eric. Tonight's game against Missouri. Yeah. Please do not lose to the worst team in the SEC. No, don't. And let me just say again, I don't care about the rumors. I'm surprised that, uh, that, that so many people are caught up in that. I think this is what happens, don't you? When your team is really bad, you run the risk of people creating their own stories to entertain themselves. Absolutely. I mean, we went from four years in, or three years in a row with second weekends of the NCAA tournament, and now all of a sudden there's rumors of Musselman leaving. Like, you cannot let him leave campus. No, you cannot let him leave. No. No. What did we learn today? Eric confirming what we learned. You just can't let Musk go. I don't think he is going. I think he's leveraging for a big raise, and he'll get it. He'll get it. If he doesn't get I, it, that's what I'm hoping for. Right, if he doesn't get it, then what is Hunter Juracek doing? What does he do? I'm already, I have questions. You let Musselman go, you're prized uh, higher. I don't know what you got left anymore, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I was kind of hyperbole. I was talking to some friends yesterday, but I was like, if Musselman leaves, Juracek might as well leave. Agreed. I mean, seriously, that's where we're at now. I think they win close tonight. I think we sweat it out, but they find a way to win their second game with a shortened rotation. What do you think? I'm thinking the Hogs come out on top, and it's going to be it's going to be one of those games where there's five minutes left and it's close. Yes, and then maybe one or two things happens down the stretch, like a big block or a big 
a big dunk from someone just kind of puts it over the top. I think Arkansas gets a CC window. For the love of everything sacred, you would think Arkansas is due for a break or two at the end of one of these games, right? Come on. Come on. You would hope. Eric Held making the magic happen. Awesome conversation on the Chiefs here the last couple weeks. Nobody knows the KC beat better than my man E Money. Family longtime season ticket holders. He goes to all the games. He's nice enough to take me to one a few years ago when the Chiefs bloodied my Jets by 50. And um, it's always great to get you on the show, Eric. We're going to probably have to do another one with you next week before the game, okay? You got a long wait here. What is it, 10 days, 11 days? Too long. It is a long wait, and it's uh, it's it's hard to it's kind of like the preview of what life's like after the NFL season. Yeah, yeah, I don't really like it. No, it's a rough three four weeks there until the brackets drop. There's no question about that. <laughs> exactly, Eric. Have a great day. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, JB. Talk to you next week. All right, definitely get him up on the podcast. That was sensational. E money hanging out here on the show, and it is wow. It's five past eight o'clock. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick time out. We'll come back. Jackson Collier, JC for a little hoops talk. Our question of the day today, what happens to the Razorbacks in Como tonight? And a quick look at that as we head to break. Man, um, Hogs getting about 35, 40% of the vote. And looks like 65, 60-65 picking Missouri tonight. Can't say they're wrong. Quick timeout. We're coming back. So good to have you on board. Live or post-show podcast, however you do it. Josh Bertuccini, Punk Studio, Team B Media. We're coming back. Now. 